Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I am your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast to help you realize that the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. You might have to put a little bit of work into it to get to the life that you want, but it isn't going to take these massive changes and these massive steps that you can live a better life with small change. Uh, I hope you're having a wonderful week. I hope that this podcast finds you relaxed and chill and ready for a long weekend. I don't mean long literally. It's still going to be just straight up 48 hours. But I hope that you maximize every single individual hour in that 48 hours. And if you're the kind of person who has to work on the weekends, I hope that it's the the fastest 48 hours possible. I don't know how that's going to be possible, how it's going to be fast 48 for some people and a slow 48 for others, but I'm sure we can get it done. I'm up to the task figuring out how to do that. Um, I am filming this way early because I, when you are listening to this, uh, I will be on my honeymoon, finally, uh, going to Rome and the Amalfi Coast in Italy. Um, I got married July of 2021, um, but we delayed the honeymoon to Italy because of COVID. Our friend COVID, you know, she just keeps, Miss Rona, she just keeps making an appearance. I mean, hopefully not literally making an appearance, but back in 2021, she certainly made some appearances. Um, but uh, so we delayed it and now we are finally actually going. Um, so I was, you know, kind of brainstorming like, OK, what's just something that I can tell that uh, is a fun story? Keep it lighthearted. Keep it short. Uh, because I literally just filmed last week's episode. So I'm filming two episodes back to back. So your girl is hungry and uh, we got to get this done. You know, got to got to got still got to film it. Anyways. Wow. She's digress. She's. She's on a tangent. Oh, speaking of tangents, you guys, today was the first time I think ever that I actually forgot to eat lunch. Like I'm so busy with things I got to get done before the honeymoon that I looked up and it was two o'clock and I hadn't eaten. And if you know anything about me, your girl has never missed a meal. She's never missed a meal, a snack. Like I don't really identify with those people who are like, I just forgot to eat. Forgot? Like Three-fourths of my brain is dedicated to reminding myself that I am hungry. So I'm just shocked. So I went and had lunch real quick, and then I ran up here, and here I am filming these two podcasts, but I'm still hungry. So your girl's going to film, or I keep saying film, and it's record, but old habits die hard. I'm going to record, and then I'm going to go eat second lunch. Anyone else having two lunches these days? Because your girl is. I'm um, just getting ready for Italy, you know, just gotta, gotta get put in some good, good meals in Italy, I'm sure. Um, but I was thinking, trying to brainstorm, what uh, am I going to talk about on this second podcast episode that I'm filming today? Uh, and I was reminded of the last time I went on my honeymoon. No, I haven't been married twice, but my husband and I went on like what we call a mini moon. So it wasn't like a full honeymoon, but we just spent a couple days after our um, our wedding so that we could still feel like it was a special moment, um, even though our bigger, longer honeymoon was going to be delayed uh, till this year. Uh 
in in Lake Tahoe and the most like hilarious thing happened to my husband and like just witnessing the differences in reaction between my husband and I like truly proves to me that you can fall in love with someone who is so totally different than you and like Rob is the, the exact opposite of me like you will most likely never ever hear him on this podcast because he's like very um let's call him selective with his words because he's not quiet because like around me he's the energizer bunny but around people he doesn't know he's very reserved and very specific about his words so I can't imagine him ever wanting to like strap <laughs> strap into a podcast and be like sure let me just ramble about anything the people will just want to hear me ramble like that's not a concept in his life whereas in my life that sounds excellent you want to put a microphone in front of me and tell me I can just talk about anything? Sign me up. Um, so, so this story, I think, really uh, displays the differences between the two of us, but is one of my favorite stories to tell uh, from that trip to Tahoe. So sit back, relax, unless you're, again, maybe if you're driving, don't relax. Keep one eye on the road. If you're out for a run, keep running. Don't relax. Big inhales, big exhales. Don't forget. Uh, but we're just going to have a little story time today. So, um... Last honeymoon was Lake Tahoe. I kind of keep saying last honeymoon because it really, really does sound like I've I've been married once before. Our mini moon was in Lake Tahoe, um, and we Lake Tahoe is in the United States, and uh, it is no close to a national park called Yosemite Park. And we were making the drive out to Yosemite, and it was a long drive. Uh, there were some fires that we had to like drive around, some wildfires, so it took way longer than it was supposed to. So I, I want to say it should have taken like an hour and it took three hours. Um, and we're on this long drive and Rob's driving because I am an awful driver. If there's one thing I know for a fact, like you got to know your strength and your weaknesses. My weakness is that I am a poor driver. Just, you know, I'm calling a spade a spade. If you have the option to drive with me, maybe try to find another option. <laughs> okay, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad, but like I could, I could use some work. So needless to say, Rob was the one who was driving. Um, and we stopped at a gas station, you know, did our thing, went pee, whatever, got back in the car and started driving and take this turn. And so I'm talking like we're on a busy, not like a highway, but we're on a busy street and we're turning right. And as Rob's turning, we hear a thud. And it's the thud that makes your heart stop when you're in a car and you're like, you know, that can only be one of two things. <laughs> you probably left your phone or your wallet sitting on the top of the car. And it was Rob's phone. And like, I felt like my life flashed in front of my eyes. Because these days, I think most of us are carrying our lives in our phones. Not just the literal phone itself, but like, I also have that case, and as does Rob, have that case on the back that holds your, you know, credit cards, your ID, your cash, your medical insurance card. Like, all of the things are, like, stashed in the back of your phone. So, like, the value of the phone is quite high. And if you don't know how much I value my phone, you should go back and listen to the episode where I talk about when I got robbed. <laughs> because... <laughs> You will understand how much I value getting my shit back. Uh, so we hear the thud. It's Rob's phone. And I got, you guys, we're on a major street 
major. Now, granted, we're in the, I don't want to say in the middle of nowhere, California, but we're in the middle of nowhere, but like still a major street. Cars are, you know, definitely coming from both directions. So he does this massive U-turn, flips around and pulls kind of onto the shoulder of the street. But guys, there are, there are cars in both directions. I am screaming, hurry the F up. Like, I swear he's like, to do this U-turn, he like turns on his blinker signal, takes his time, looks left, look right. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I would have U-turned. I would have opened my door, kept the car driving, and scooped the phone up with one hand, keeping the other hand on the wheel. Again, maybe this was good that I started this story off by telling you I'm a bad driver because <laughs> this is where my head was at. My head was just, it was one track. Go get your damn phone. You do what you have to do to get it as soon as possible because it's going to get ran over. Someone's going to pick it up. I don't know. We're going to, you're going to, we're on, we're traveling. You have to have your ID. That was really, it was less the phone, but like when you're traveling and you don't have your ID, it's just... Not easy to travel in the United States without one. So it just is one of those things where I was like, I'm not going to have this trip ruined because, you know, you lost your stuff and you took the time to fucking put your blinker on when you're making a U-turn and it is an emergency. Anyways, so... I, uh, so I'm screaming at him. They're like, we have to go back. We have to go back. He flips around. We turn around and we can see his phone sitting in the middle of the road and there's traffic coming in both directions and it's going very fast. And I am just thinking how in the world are we ever going to get this back? And as I'm, and so he gets out the car and he's, just imagine, close your eyes, imagine like a tall, lanky, 6'4", blonde guy just like gallivanting. Oh, excuse me, pardon me, I think that's my phone there on the on the street. Can you, excuse me? Like just so delicately versus me, I'm like screaming, I'm loud, I'm bolsterous. I think that's the word I'm looking for. But like your girl would have done it a little bit different. So as he's standing there like waiting for the cars to stop because he's a rational human being, unlike me who would have just sprinted out into traffic because my phone is like my child. It is everything to me. A car runs over his phone and then a second car runs over his phone. And I am like, he is just standing there watching this happen, not even fighting for his phone. This is just letting cars run over. I mean, I don't really know, again, I don't really know what he was expecting, what I was expecting him to do. He finally, traffic stops, he gets his phone. You guys, it's spotless, spotless. When I tell you, you could not have noticed that one thing happened to that phone when I with my own naked eyes watched two cars full of kids with all of their shit in the back seat run over that car or run over that phone with my own two eyes twice and that phone came out pristine I don't know what Apple is injecting into their phones these days, but it works. It works. I mean, I was it was mind-blowing. So he gets his phone, and I'm just sitting in the car. First of all, I'm pissed. I'm actually pissed. Because this is how life works. You've got people like me 
who are a little bit spastic, who are full of anxiety and stress. And it seems like all the bad shit happens to us. Because you know if that was your girl's phone, that shit would have cracked into seven pieces. Some rando hobo on the side of the street would have found my credit cards and my ID, would have, stole, would have sold them off to someone this, that, or the other, made a bunch of money off of it, right? I would have gotten, I would have been stuck in California. I would have had to walk home to Portland, Oregon because I didn't have my ID. But this sucker not only loses his phone and gets all of the things back just gently, just all in place, but the phone doesn't even have one tiny crack in it when two minivans loaded with kids roll over I I, I I don't understand how one gets that kind of luck my advice to you is that if you are like me and you don't have any luck you marry a man or woman who's got luck because Rob is dripping in it dripping he just gallivants back to the car with the big ass smile on his face and I am like are you freaking kidding me how does one get so lucky? Not only does he take the time to turn on his blinker signal when he's making a U-turn during an emergency, but he ends up unscathed. You guys, I should, as his wife, I should be so happy. Oh, yay, honey, you got all of your things back. I'm so happy for you. I was pissed. Because like I said, I knew that if that was me, it would, not, it would not be so smooth. It would not be a smooth Sunday. We'd be, we, I don't know what. I don't know what would happen, but it wouldn't be like that. It would not be a happy ending. But I will, it was a funny moment because it was just like, it, I love the fact that it happened on our honeymoon because I'm like, man, this is our personalities to a T. I am 100% spastic and loud and rambunctious all the time. And Rob is just cool, calm, and collected. And maybe that's why his shit doesn't go awry. Maybe if I was more calm, cool, and collected, I wouldn't have to be chasing down my muggers in the middle of the night to try to get my big, my, my tote back because I didn't wear a crossbody purse. Maybe women with big personalities have big purses that are easy to steal. And if I was more calm, cool, and collected, I would have thought about things while I was putting my outfit together and she would have worn a crossbody. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe if I stopped and thought before I acted, I would have the good luck that Rob has. But no, and I, I'm not, I don't plan on thinking before I act anytime soon. So, <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> if we'll ever know if that actually works. But I'm just saying, highly recommend it. Get you a, a partner who is the opposite of you when it comes to calm, cool, and collected. If you are calm, cool, and collected, go out and get yourself a crazy partner because we're a load of fun. But <sighs> I don't know what is in store for us on this honeymoon. I really hope I haven't put bad mojo out there into the universe and now one of us is going to like lose a passport or a finger or something. I really, really hope that by telling you this story, it's just putting a reminder out there for the universe that we had our uh-oh on the honeymoon already. We had a mistake. We had a, we had a, 
and I'm going to call it a near-death experience, but the near-death experience is for the phone, not for a human. Um, and we just got to hope that uh, this honeymoon goes over a little smoother. I mean, that was a good honeymoon. It did. There were a lot of wildfires, like I said. So the last two days, we just were stuck inside, which was a little unfun. But uh, if you're spending the rest of your life with someone for the rest of your life, what's two days inside? You know, what's what's two days stuck with a person? Um, that's it. That's the story. That's all. Just protect your phones. Oh, and I guess I should have told you he didn't have a nice case. He wasn't like the phone wasn't raw. There was a case on it, but it wasn't nothing. It wasn't one of those big Otterbot cases. It was like a normal case. Um, I'm telling you, Apple's doing some things these days. I don't know what they, how they make glass shatterproof. Oh God, just saying the word shatterproof makes me nervous that I've put it out in the universe and that I'm now going to break my phone when I'm in Italy. She's nervous. She's nervous. I've got bad luck. Okay. Um, I'm off to do the 7,000 other things on my to-do list. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this random story on a Friday. But not every episode has to be, here's this grand life lesson that I need you to learn. Sometimes it's just go get a better case for your phone and maybe be more like my husband and use your blinker when making a U-turn, even on emergencies, because safety first. Okay, that's your lesson today. <laughs> All right, my friends, go and have a wonderful weekend. I hope that this was mildly entertaining. I uh, gave you a little bit of a laugh for the last 15 minutes. Uh, that's what I'm here for. I just want to make you laugh. I want to make, make you hopefully be, live a better life. Um, and I want to help you save your phone. One phone at a time. I'm going to save the world, okay? Go and have a filter-free Friday.